Welcome to election coverage 2020. Donald J. Trump. We will make America great again. Joseph R. Biden. We can build back better. I'm looking forward to getting started as soon as we can. It's election day 2020. You decide. Yes, the fight for our country, election coverage 2020, and we are in a few different time zones here. I think everybody's Eastern time, and we have Central time as well, so we are going late into the night, um, as you heard, TNT by ACDC, given the creds there, but it is a fight for our country. It is a fight for our livelihoods. We are seeing President Trump in a battle with Joe Biden, something that the polls had said for months that Joe Biden was going to win in a landslide that this was gonna happen. And we even see, even the media, it is super tense. Um, we just saw President Trump get censored once again on, on Twitter. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen that. He puts a tweet out, hey guys, they're trying to steal the election, we're gonna win big. All of a sudden, misinformation tag right on the tweet. Um, stuff like this, um, what happened to the free press in this country, it's remarkable. Then Joe Biden puts out a similar tweet, hey, we're gonna win this thing, guys. Oh, but that's not misinformation. Okay. Um, so welcome to the show. We got a great panel. We got Jason. We got Emily. We got J-Dubs once again. I think this is J-Dubs fourth panel of the day. Jason's third of the day. Emily, this is your first time being on the show. So happy that you finally made it on. It is. <laughs> so um, yeah, we'll start off with Emily. What are we feeling? You're out in Michigan right now. How's it looking? You know, we're bleeding red over here. You know, it's about, I believe it's about 60%. 66% cold right now, and it's looking mighty red, except for, I mean, of course, areas like Detroit and stuff, but it's, it's, it's looking good, and I think that, you know, I think Trump's going to take that, take all those votes, you know, for that. I think that's something that he really needs, you know, especially pulling into the final numbers, you know, because you, we have no idea how the vote and numbers are going to go, especially with all that bullcrap voting with, you know, in the mail and stuff, which I think is going to be almost as corrupt the first time as it was with Russia and all that stuff. But uh, I think that he's going to pull in that electoral vote and there's going to be a lot of people crying, a lot of people crying, you know? Yeah. And I, I think uh, a lot of people right now on both sides, everything is very like nervous. Like there's a lot of <laughs> people are very, I, I think on both sides, it's very tight right now, as you see behind us, 213 to 220, that's CNN. And actually CNN, I think most everybody's agreed has been actually pretty decent tonight um, compared to like Fox News who's been calling things. The first thing they see good for Biden, it's like, oh, we're calling the state. All right, Arizona. All right, we're gonna call for, and then there's still a million votes still to be counted there. We look at Virginia. Virginia was counted with 1% of the votes. Jason, I call him, I'm like, hey, is it blue, man? Trump was up in that state until about an hour ago. And there's still ballots to be counted. Who knows? That might we might see some ballots coming. Who knows? Um, they're still counting. Um, so we're seeing a lot of things. Jason, I know you've been busy. I know you got about four screens probably in front of you right now of uh, feeling the news. Um, what's it like in Virginia right now? Are there any buildings burning down around you? Is it pretty peaceful there? What's going on? No, Virginia's Virginia's doing well. Uh, it It's more red than I thought it was going to be. Um, I didn't think it was going to be this red. And because of that, uh, 
you don't see a lot of the the violence that you saw at the, the very beginning of when all the BLM riots started or, or BLM protests and then the riots attached to it uh, when all that stuff started. Um, I was looking at different counties uh, and the precincts within, and a lot of the places where you saw all the riots, they went red. Um, one of them, just Richmond City, uh, you know, the capital of of Virginia, it was bad there, and that was overwhelmingly blue. But just about every other um, main place where there were riots in Virginia went red, and, and that that surprised me. But that would be you know one of the main reasons you don't see. Uh, a lot of the the violence going on around here just because to be honest like the majority of virginia like really did go red it was just like i said i think i said it on the first segment um like way early this morning or i guess yeah yesterday morning uh basically saying that the majority of virginia is going to go red it's just going to be about like two two parts and that's about it looks like 2016 to me that's why i wasn't i was curious about virginia I remember 2016, it was the same exact thing. Yeah. And, you know, like, like you were saying, uh, Virginia, it was, it was red for a while. I mean, you look at that, that is overwhelmingly red. And then you just, you get the Norfolk area, like, you know, you get around Virginia Beach uh, on the coast, and you'll see some blue there. And then you see little spots in, uh, you know, in mainland in Virginia that are, that are blue, but that is overwhelmingly red. But that's even what you see across the country. I mean, uh, on a presidential scale, you look at the map, it's overwhelmingly red. But, the, it, you know, like places like Montana, they don't count for what you what you hope they would. And places like this within Virginia, a lot of those red places, I mean, you see about like five of those counties, they might account for one of those little blue ones. So that, that's just how it works out. You know, and you may... I, you said something about like Sorry, guys uh, the... i had so many different things going on i got a phone call um somebody that's helping me get some uh <laughs> election updates i don't know where that uh, some of that okay um let's pull that sorry about that um and then j dubs we had arizona your home state of arizona called blue what i said what are your thoughts on that well, well i told you i don't know if jason was in the um uh, did i mention that in that i don't remember i mentioned it a few times if Biden was going to have a wild card, it was going to be Arizona. Um, because Arizona was overwhelmingly for McCain. And, um, you know, they're McCainites there. And they didn't like a lot of the disrespect that Trump showed towards McCain. And and, and it's really unfortunate because uh, with Doug Ducey, on top of Doug, on top of that, we had Trump policies that benefited our state for the first time in a long time. So, uh, and I know most people my age, most people I went to school with, they are all voting on uh, Biden. So, you know, that's why I'm not super uh, shocked or surprised. Um, you know, I was hope I was trying to be hopeful as much as I can for my home state. I love my home state. We're revolutionaries at heart. And so I understand their, uh, you know, their indecisiveness uh, and I'm not gonna hit them over the head with it. Um, we have a lot of chances to win to make up for uh, us losing Arizona. Uh, we have a lot of chances. I think Wisconsin's gonna go red. It's gonna go red within the next hour or so. And that right there uh, solidifies a lot for Trump. It solidifies probably electoral college win. And the national, wh wh where was this uh, national call? I'm, I'm, so, I'm so confused. They said the popular vote was gonna go like seven, eight, 10, 12, 13, 14, all these for high percentage. I'm not seeing that. Trump was leading the uh, national vote most of the time. And now he's like underneath a percent or like a little over a percent. He's behind now, Biden. 
which is not surprising when you have California that's permanently blue. So, and all of the West Coast, which is, you know, like it, it's not, it shouldn't be shocking. It shouldn't be shocking. The Democrats will always win the popular vote. And thankfully, we don't live in a uh, direct democracy. We'd be screwed. So, yep, no mob rule here. Thoughts on that. Yeah, we, I bet the left would love exactly. a direct democracy. They would love to continue to have rule like we have here in California. We were talking on the other panel earlier. I was like, wow, I'm spending over $3 at the pump every time I fill up for gas. Um, man, talk about that here in California. And we see some more propositions get more uh, expanded on our ballot this year. We're already seeing them get passed. I'm like, oh, there's another tax, another bond, something more stuff that we got to pay for here. Um, so you guys are, I'd say, pretty lucky. You guys don't live in California. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I know early in the day we were already calling states. I know Arizona was not something we particularly called blue. It was one of our kind of flip states early on in the day. Virginia was a wild card, possibly red state. Um, at least what we were looking at originally. Um, and we knew it was a good chance it'd go blue. And Jason actually called it on the mark. Um, your prediction, you said, yeah, it'll probably go late, probably go late, uh, blue. Um, and yeah, so what are you, what are you guys feeling? Do you guys feel this is elections going to be done tonight? Is this going to be something that we're going to be waiting for a few weeks? This is, I think the big question, I think a lot of people are pondering right now. So anybody wants to know, hop on that? I was really like thinking about that too, because, uh, I don't, I don't know if like you were able to, uh, meet him, uh, Alex Kenda, he was from Georgia uh wonderful young man i love him he was supposed to be on tonight he had he... Been posted... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i swear to god i'm gonna have to like you know slap him on the wrist there but yeah he 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 kept on posting stuff on snapchat about uh like uh office memes you know like uh between dwight and uh uh john Krasinski's uh krasinski's character you know they were going on they're like oh, i think that's good about uh, you think it's going to go on like 400 bad months? Like they're going to try to stretch out that popular vote the furthest that they can, because they're going to try to bleed that to the max because that's all that they have with COVID, even though it's no, in no way Trump's fault, they're going to try to make COVID and it's, you know, everything that's happened because of COVID, the unemployment and everything, they're going to try to make that look as bad as it, it can. And so with that, they're going to try to take that popular vote, stretch it as furthest as they can with all those in-mail votes coming in. Yeah, okay. I, they're definitely bleeding those out or going to try to do some sort of fancy, uh, you know, gerrymandering because there's no doubt. But, you know, I was, I think it was uh, Jason that said, it, you know, some of the cities, you know, where they were rioting and stuff, they've turned red. They've completely turned red. Like looking at Kenosha right here, it's yeah. completely red. It's Yet just it's two Trump, months ago. Trump, Trump won that by 1% in 2016, and he was up about 20, 20 points here a little while ago. I know it's probably oh, good. 40, I think. He's, he's winning it by, he's winning it in the overwhelming majority. Yeah. 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 And I. And who the hell wants to live in a city where. There are uh, or, or uh, you know I think I think Wisconsin's governor. Yep, it is. He's a he's a Democrat. And the Kenosha, you know, who wants to live in a city that, that their leadership allows such horrible violence to happen? So much so that a 17 year old kid feels he has to go up there with a gun to protect himself while he tries to help protesters. 
Yeah. So we're, we're in a really weird situation. Kenosha did flip as well. And I actually think, uh, though Flint wasn't a problem, I think Flint, uh, wherever Flint's at, is flipped as well. Uh, County Flint. Flint, yeah, you're, um, that's, that's going to be in my state, you know, and uh, Flint, I'm actually not surprised that that one's red because there's a lot of union workers in there. And last year in 2019, there was a huge union strike and there were people without jobs for months. They were, you know, grab, you know, trying to find any employment that they could, but having our governor that the way that it is, you know, like General Motors, they dominate Michigan. And that's like where most people get their employment and being in the union is important. So there's a huge place right outside of Flint that uh, there's like a little plant there. So that's yeah. no surprise to me. Every, every time I hear Flint, Flint, Michigan, of course, we hear about the water crisis there. But I always remember when, when Obama said, yeah, the water's all great, everybody. Hey, there's a glass of water. And did the, <laughs> um, and then what, he's all kind of. <laughs> you think California just, is bad. It may, it may be pretty bad, but as soon, like driving up from Indiana, as soon as you head into Michigan, the infrastructure is just like potholes, potholes, potholes. But we're giving our taxes to the infrastructures. And I'm like, okay, where, where y'all? It's, it's, it's so bad. It looks like Swiss cheese driving on the road. Like gas may be $1.98, but it'll cost about $600 a month to fix your car from those darn potholes. Yep, exactly. It's good that we mentioned the unions. I've been saying this for a while, whether it's this year or the next, uh, unions are going to go more Republican as the time goes on. Uh, Democrats aren't pro-union. What they want to do is they want to outsource private uh, sector jobs into the public sector. That's what they want to do. They want to replace it. And union workers, especially whether public or private, doesn't matter. They, they, uh, I don't think that's actually beneficial for them to be outsourced. Their jobs be outsourced. Or for uh, places where you see, uh, like in the Iron Range in Minnesota, though Minnesota looks like it went overwhelmingly for Biden this year, uh, you have a lot of unions there, and then you have a lot of unions in uh, Michigan. Um, oh yeah, that, uh, Emily mentioned, and, and that's important to look at. And you're seeing these, uh, what people would consider uh, blue dog Democrats or Southern uh, or, or Southern uh, conservative Democrats would be another name for them. That uh, you know they, they're kind of within that blue dog Democrat um, subgroup of the Democratic Party that are willing to vote for Trump because they understand economics a little bit better because of their their position in the middle class and their socioeconomic status. They realize that the benefits that Trump brings, and yep. uh, the, and not the benefits that Biden would bring to them. And they they've been with the. I think you're seeing unions flip. You're also seeing a lot of groups like the Latino vote, which is carrying Trump right now. Which is which is amazing. It doesn't surprise me. Um, yeah. I know I, I'm from Arizona. It doesn't surprise me. Um, and then um, you're also seeing the black vote starting to understand a lot of like what's going on um, with the Trump administration, saying you know you know I'll, I'll I'll continue with four more years of Trump and see where that gets me from here policy wise. Yeah. You're seeing a diversity of uh, thought in every ideology in every racial group and every everything and jay does and jay does everything everything's all our preconceptions have been challenged during the donald trump administration it's not and it's good because we want people to be free thinkers we need people to go out and vote their values we can't 
the, the way our country is going to get better and succeed and what Donald Trump did is he kind of slapped everybody in the face. He said, because Republicans and Democrats during the years, look at the Mitt Romney years, all of these policies, it's literally everything was, oh, we just got to work on the taxes. Okay, we got a big break here. But even our Republicans, the big government spending, the, the rhino Republicans, that, that was still a thing. It was, okay, yeah, we'll cut a deal here. We'll cut a deal here. Democrats, okay. And as we see our spending continue to go up, and that's why we saw a lot of people leave the Republican Party that are super libertarian or very fiscally like, hey, it's like, what? I, had, I knew people here locally that were like, I'm jumping ship. It's not, Republican Party's not conservative enough. And we saw it with the first stimulus package when we sent millions of dollars to businesses that didn't need millions of dollars um, <laughs> across the country. Um, Actually, we got Sean here in the waiting room. Sean Smith. I'm going to welcome him on to our oh, show. Oh, sweet. Sean Smith. Here we go. Sean predicted our, the 2016 election. He probably has his Penn State shirt on because he understands Pennsylvania. We need Pennsylvania uh, to flip to uh, get a victory. Welcome, Sean. Here we go. Uh, I heard you right now. I, didn't have, I don't have my Pennsylvania shirt on. Got my uh, Trump Pence shirt on. Okay. I, I've up. been through... I've been through three different shirts today, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been a it's been a hectic day. How's dressed for different occasions? What's what's the update on the Valadeo race right now? I know it's pretty tight. Oh gosh, it's not going to be decided for two weeks. Just like last um, time. This time, we are seeing so. We have Kern County, um, Keith County looks like. The thing, okay, so we have uh, four counties in the Valadeo district. You have Tulare, which is a very, very, very small. Kern County, which is pretty big. Kings County, which is all of Kings County, so it's but it's a little bit more rural, and they vote Valadeo. Uh, and then you have Fresno County, which the thing is with Fresno County is um, there's a lot more Valadeo this time than there was last time. Um, that's actually where I've been personally hitting lot is in fresno county so we're pulling a lot of fresno county people it doesn't look like it'll be called anytime soon it's a, it's a toss-up and and I guys would, uh, just to, and just to give some more context on why we're talking about the valadeo race is in 2018 when valadeo ran he had he'd had the seat for some time now um and then ballot harvesting got implemented and i think what was it over 5,000 votes into about 24 hours um were went in for cox in overnight 24 hours flipped valaday loses by 862 votes yep 862 yeah most famous number ever for us 862 um and it looks like it's coming down to a couple hundred votes again for valadeo's race one of the tightest it's a house seat for us so i just want to update you you guys it looks like george is about is at 99.4 percent reporting they claim that they were stopping recounting they're stopping counting i mean um i'm kind of confused and lost on that. I mean, right now on the uh, election 2020 thing that I'm using off of Microsoft thing, uh, it says that the, Georgia is at 99.4% reporting with Trump at 50.66% and Joe Biden at 48.13%. I don't see Biden making up any ground with 0.6% of the reporting to go. And then Wentz Cox is at 95, almost at 96%. And he's still up by, Trump's still up by, about, yeah, over 4%. They, they had a problem so. with one of their polling stations. Uh, they said it on uh, Newsmax TV, which I've been watching because they've been pretty good about not calling stuff until it's at like 90%, you know, not above 90. So I've been watching it 
Uh, they said that there was a, a problem with the polling stations. But after watching this, uh, it really convinced me. And Matt, the whole conversation started with him saying, you know, like, how do you see this, uh, the rest of it kind of looking, uh, talking about Pennsylvania, whatnot. Uh, Pennsylvania is like 77% in, and Trump's got a very strong lead. Uh, like I, said, I was saying before, like he's, he's leading by more than 700,000, and that's going to be hard to make up. Uh, I, don't, I honestly don't even think he's going to need Pennsylvania. I think he's going to take Georgia, North Carolina, Wisconsin, and uh, Michigan, and I think he's, he's, he's going to – I think that's his route. Uh, I think Pennsylvania is just going to be uh, a little something on top. Say, say there's a surprise somewhere. Uh, I think Pennsylvania is there for him. But I don't, I don't even think he needs it. I think his tickets to the White House is Georgia, North Carolina, Wisconsin, and Michigan. And I think that's very doable. Uh, it, right now in the polls, it looks doable. Uh, Georgia, 99% in, and he's up by 3%. Like, that's, that, that's pretty much sold, you know, in my opinion. So I, I think that's his ticket to the White House. Yeah, North Carolina, North Carolina is already at 100% reporting. Trump won that uh, by less than, than uh, 2%. You know, yeah, Michigan, Michigan is uh, completely doable, Jason. Like, going back off to, you know, what JW said, you know, about, you know, union workers and them flipping to Republican parties. The reason why, you know, you see Michigan as mostly red right now is, you know, going back to that union workers. It's really a key, key thing. Like, it's battling a constriction of power and limitations that, that as a union, they fight for that. And that is a huge threat to anybody as a liberal or in the Democratic Party. They hate to see anybody fighting that constriction, you know, and it's like really looking at it, you know, not just, you know, Michigan, but Wisconsin and Pennsylvania, you know, like you said, it's going to be that sweet, sweet, merry little extra bit. And it's going to be so incredibly delicious, you know, and going back to the numbers off of uh, 2016, Trump, you know, Trump and Hillary, they were at really close it was about 47 percent and trump's going at a strong like 54 percent 53 about 53 um and a half percent already in michigan and it's like seeing that overwhelming you know amount of redness you know it's like it does a girl it does a girl's heart good <laughs> yeah and pennsylvania is looking good pennsylvania it's i know we still got about good whatever uh 40 percent actually under 40 percent here now um yeah, and it's looking strong, and we need we need these we need these votes to come in. I know I, I've heard a lot about pausing and about polling places, and I know Nancy Pelosi gone on about two and a half hours ago celebrating. Yeah, we're gonna keep the house, and she's all kind of doing her little like, yeah, we did it. And I'm like, ah, well, not everything's been counted, and it's been interesting because I think Kirk was up doing a Instagram live a little while ago, and he goes, man, Joe Biden says he wants every ballot to be counted, but why are we calling states when there's two percent counting? If we're we're gonna count every ballot, make sure everything counts, especially Arizona. Arizona's not even close to being done. I it's it's still gonna be Arizona's gonna be going late to tonight. I think we it'll probably be another two hours before we even get a we'll probably see a different sign. Um, that's what I'm thinking. Um, yeah, Sean, uh, I I didn't I wanted to make sure you got some time in to finish on the Valadeo update because uh, I know it's oh. super tight right now. Uh, so uh, stands right now. As far as California congressional races, Republicans, we had four flip seats. We're only going to get one of them, and that's the only chance we have is Valadeo. Uh, Young Kim, Michelle Steele, uh, Garcia, um, we put a lot of time, effort into them. They just it doesn't look like they're going to show up. It looks like they're going to lose. Um, so as far as congressional races in California, 
the only chance of the Republicans, I think, flipping a seat, and I don't think we're going to lose any seats, um, is the Valadeo one. And uh, yeah, like I said, uh, so we've been, uh, we actually made a volunteer total of over 500 volunteers, um, set some records for phone calls and stuff like that. We, um, we have a lot of money from the GOP uh, going into the Valadeo race, and overall, it's close. Um, Cox, it was the Democrat running, is uh, not. I mean, <laughs> he's not a great candidate. He only he only runs against Trump, and so he just tries to blame Valadeo as a Trump guy. Valadeo is like a very bipartisan guy, actually, who's actually multiple times came out against Trump, but he's a Republican, so we'll see how yeah. that goes. He's he's performing well. Nunez Nunez kept his seat pretty easily. Now he's at like ten thousand something votes. Yeah, so that yeah. was a scare. Uh, Nunez, when it first came out, actually absentee ballots and everything like that, and the early votes showed Nunez behind by like 5,000, which was very scary because if Nunez loses, uh, California's not going any. Yeah, it's going blue, way blue, but uh, Nunez won, so. Yeah, it's, we're, it, we're was okay hard, it was hard for me to see him losing a seat when he's got $10 million in the bank account and his funds, so he had a lot of money. <laughs> He, Trust me, I know. Yeah, he's yeah, and I know it was going to be an uphill battle for Kevin Cookieham, the guy I was running with for ours. It's yeah, we needed we needed a miracle, and I don't think we're going to get that miracle after all. It's just kind of uh, yeah. When when we talk about gerrymandering with the districts, um, we talk about the incumbent power in California, the one party state. We literally, it's literally just oh, I'm just going to vote Democrat. I see that name; it looks cool. That's literally how California works most of the time. So, and Sean knows yeah, really well. People, people who bitch about my God. but a state full of people who complain about all these problems that they have, and they they still vote for the they still vote for it. Tell me about it. Everyone I know complains about the gas, but they'll vote for the gas tax, but they won't vote at all. Yeah, the same yep. people who vote about it's too expensive to live here will vote for the same people who raise their 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 cost of living. Yep. It's the same people. It's, it's insane. And, and, and it's honestly <laughs> pathetic. And they, they run to all of our states and they ruin our states. Yep. You know, and honestly, that's why I'm okay, Matt, if you guys just seceded from the nation by now. Sweet. <laughs> hey, we already I'm, tried. I'm tired of it. We, we've tried. We've tried. Get away. Get away from us. You're, you're, gosh, hey. like I'm tired of it. Hey, hey. it ruined my state. Hey, no, it, it's literally, I know there's a lot of truth to that because I was saying earlier on the show, I was like, yeah, we visited Arizona and they say, yeah, it's great when you come here and spend your money, but uh, yeah, go back. Um, don't stay here. <laughs> Cause I, I actually, I really like it. Arizona I was where, that's where I want to go to school. Um, when I was first looking at schools, cause I love Arizona. It's a good state, except when it's 120, when you go to CLS and <laughs> it's 110 at night. Talking about voting in Arizona. I got a, I got my dad sent me uh Thankfully, he sent me right away with the mail. I got mail to my address at home back in Arizona because I'm in college right now, saying that they didn't uh, they didn't recognize my uh, signature on my ballot. So I had to call them all at work to give them all my stuff, and I'm still kind of tripping about if it's if they've accepted it or not. So they received my ballot, but they denied it from counting until I called them when I called them that day. So I was worried about that. Um, you know, who knows? I might be one of those ballots that they're waiting to count. So uh, it's it's really weird. Uh, it's sitting at seventy five percent right now. 
I don't know. Arizona's going to be – honestly, I don't think Arizona's needed. I don't. No. I think the Iron Range is going to Trump. The Iron Range, what the hell? The Rust Belt. The Iron Range is in Minnesota. I'm all over the place. Minnesota's going to Trump. Uh, Minnesota – much eggnog uh, for you, J-Dubs? You got to – No, no, it's not the eggnog. It's on the eggnog. Wisconsin's going to Trump for sure. They're going to call Wisconsin very soon. Michigan's looking like it's going very heavily Trump. There's parts of northern Michigan that went for Hillary heavily. And right now, Trump is, it has completely taken over that northern part of Michigan. Completely. I don't think there's, if I click on it right here, there is, there's maybe, there's one spot that's lightly red. The rest is, it's all red. It's, it's blood red. It's completely for Trump. Y'all know, you know why that is? It's because Whitmer, she completely cut off the upper peninsula from the lower peninsula during the early stages of COVID. And what she did is she banned folks from going up to their summer houses. And what happened was there was this huge string of robberies. People were going into people's houses, completely destroying them, stealing them blind. And people are fed up. I'll tell you what, uh, you know, the, the upper peninsula people, they are pissed. They want their state back. They want their freedom back. And one thing I'm really excited about is looking at this Senate call, like with between John James and Gary Peters. I'll tell you what, John James is such a good man. And I hope that, you know, not even seeing, you know, the, whatever color of the party, red, blue, he's a good man. He's a veteran. He's a great guy. And I noticed, you know, like, I don't know if anybody else, did anybody else notice how predominant and like looking at YouTube, it was always like Democratic, 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 Democratic. Like, yeah. Was that just me? <laughs> yeah, I. It was I ridiculous. <laughs> Emily and I remember when Whitmer put out the policy about the boats. Uh, that was a fun one, right? You could go out on a boat, but it was like you couldn't have an engine, right? It was like you had to go out on like a fishing boat. Yeah, right? you could. You could have- <laughs> You could you could have a rowboat, so you know Gilligan and his freaking crew here. You know they're just stranded. They're stranded, and she. There was another one like you couldn't buy seeds. Yes. You couldn't buy any toys. She had it literally crossed up with tape, like it was a damn crime scene. I was like, you know what? How about you take that heavy precaution with all these toys and stuff that you know kids would probably need during COVID. And how about you apply that to the crime that's happening in Detroit in our fallen infrastructure there, Whitmer? But I'm, I hope that, you know, stuff starts to turn in, in Michigan because, you know, like JW was saying, you know, the Upper Peninsula, it's bleeding red. And, you know, I would, too, you know, being struck out there without a motor on my, on my boat, mm, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, good old, good old half-wit, right? <laughs> Good old half Whitmer. Um, that's that's what we, we call him here at our house. Um, it's just it's remarkable. Um, so, guys, we've got about less than four minutes, and then we'll take a quick break, and then we'll be back if you guys want to join us again for another segment because I think we're going to be up for a while. I Like, we, we need to see some of these states. Just we need them to go. <laughs> we need them yeah. now, um, especially J-Dubs. I think we're seeing a lot of good signs. I think a lot of people – I've been seeing people, they're like, oh, all right, Trump's done. Or Joe Biden's one. I'm like, uh, uh, not everything's been counted I don't know out who yet. Can say that. I I don't know. Who, I don't know who can say that because yeah. on what's leading right now, Trump is 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 winning this. 
he's winning Wisconsin. He's about to win it. They're gonna stay up. What I just got an update was Wisconsin plans all night count of seven hundred ninety thousand dollars. State will update progress between four and six a.m., um, uh, which is Eastern time. So by the time we get probably done here watching this, without planning to stay up till three, uh, we'll know. And Trump's winning there. And six and, and Michigan, he's winning Michigan. It, it, it's, I mean, Michigan might be a little bit tighter than Wisconsin, which is weird because that's a total flip. Because people thought Wisconsin was going Biden all the way. Yep. Uh, Michigan, and they thought Michigan was going to go Biden by eight points. So, like, this is whoever thinks Biden's winning is is not being honest with themselves, um, and they should just wait till we get the rest of the count and by tomorrow. Yep. I, even seeing a strong poll, you know, even seeing a strong poll of uh, even blue areas, you know, it's just like the only thing that comes to mind is, man, there's a lot of people in their basements. There's a lot of people, y'all. They, they're just crawling out of the woodworks. But at the same time, people are also crawling out of the woodworks because people are fed up. They want change and they want a protection of their freedom. And who better than Donald Trump, who is the most unconventional candidate that there has been but man he is he is fantastic he's, he's gonna pull through definitely in uh wisconsin and michigan and you know there's a couple places that it's you know the problem is you know people calling them too soon but you know you gotta if they're gonna bleed out our uh popular vote then we'll bleed out our electoral too oh yeah i i think super important i know i'm looking on right now trump's already calling north carolina he's calling georgia his campaign they're calling wins um we're about a less than a minute so we are going to take a quick break uh, make sure you stick around everybody um and we're going to bring on some more people we're going to keep doing analysis I, I think nobody can really sleep at this point um until they get some better numbers and better responses um so we'll be back here on the matt and chan show <laughs> 